0: Blog
1: Talk Radio Broadcasting Blog Talk USA Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into to Blog Talk USA Let your voice be heard On Blog Talk USA Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune in to Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA.
2: Welcome, welcome everyone to Blog Talk USA. We are so happy to be here with you on this marvelous Monday. And I'll tell you how you can always find us. Pardon me, my voice is not great tonight. Uh, How you can always find us and listen to our live programs and our archived episodes. The number to call is 515-605-9375 or you can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash USA blogtalkusa.com or anywhere you can find podcasts. You can find Marvelous Monday podcasts under the banner of Blog Talk USA. And now before we get started, I do want to say that our thoughts and our prayers go out, our deepest condolences to Brett Kavanaugh's steak dinner at Morton's that he was unable, unable to eat because of protesters. So rip steak dinner. And our thoughts and prayers are with you, just, just Brett Kavanaugh. Okay, guys. <laughs> All welcome, <right>. welcome. <laughs> That's where way
3: to get it started. Well, thank you, thank you. Well, hello.
2: Got, uh, hello, hello. Dr. McKellar is not on yet, uh, but it sounds like we've got Dr. Hackney and we've got Pastor Cooper. So welcome, fellas. And if we want, we can start how we usually do and get a COVID update. Uh, Dr. Hackney, is that Okay. Oh,
1: yes, I'm excited about that, uh, as in Texas, Excellent. we been sort of biting at the bits. So that's a, a country statement, <laughs> so you know, understand that. <laughs> oh, good evening, everybody. Um, good
2: evening.
1: As well as joy to be here, but also a part of sadness of this report, when you think about oh, what we've been saying for the last two and a half years, I would say the uh, the item that's been more than, I think, consistent over the last two or three years has been its core devices. It has been on his uh, his march in development, and it's consistently doing that. And we'll talk about where it is now with the current virus. So, of everything going on, this is the only thing that's been consistent over this whole over this whole event. And with that said, I, I want to uh, focus on what we know what really happened, uh, you know, that what's effective. Mass effective safety. that I sent out to our task force for securing across the country um, uh, is really to a certain extent, it's sort of frightening. Uh, it's been, it was sort of speculated because the e- events for the last couple of months may have been uh, spreaders. Graduation exercises, the, uh, the um, um, memorial events, uh, Juneteenth events, the Fourth of July events, family union, school reunion, all those events to contribute to what we're probably seeing now, uh, uh, the uh, growth of the virus. And again, the only thing that's consistent is in the math, uh, the uh, safe distances, and vaccination. This is, uh, you can't erase that enough, but that's, that's what's occurring. But I thank God for our for our, our task force. And I also thank God for uh, two and a half years ago when we recognized there gonna be the need of a task force to address this issue. My hat go out to our black church, our church hubs. We have four events planned between now and uh, uh, September 1st, and so my hat go out to the black pastors, to the the black churches. This this is the audience. This is the group we able to reach them uh, with these programs. And uh, so, um, and also I've heard from reports there is a quarter of vaccine been destroyed because of lack of use. It did report it. Uh, we may want to document that tonight. Uh you mm-hmm. know, so the staff and you think about the areas where we need the vaccine and the other areas where a million of dollars of vaccines are being destroyed for lack of use. So we have we in, in, in other words, we have a, we have a problem. And uh, of course we have implemented well we always implement octopus planning of course it is it's really shown borne out that we can involve be involved in other events in addition to the COVID. As a committee focused on COVID, that would be a, that would be the issue. We thank God we organized the uh, task force along the Octopus plan so we can address
3: multiple issues
1: that need to be addressed simultaneously today. So in closing, I would, oh we need to start thinking about with long COVID infections we have, that need to be uh, discussed and looked at, and also the children vaccines that improve uh, their monitoring state orders or the vaccine. they're hoping the state will order us or they have enough fly in hand, so uh, that's where we are with the. Uh, and sad to say, that's what we are with the vaccine, and, and we just had to continue to mass. Uh, and also, we got to get to the vaccines. But what's sort of what's frightening about the uh, variant four and five, which I always had a concern that this virus would would mutate to the st- to the effect or stage that it can protect itself from vaccines. And so, and uh, and so this uh, appeared to be what occurred when. Variant number four and five, uh, in relationship to uh, antibody levels that we wanted to get down, but uh, currently there is even the reinfections apparently are occurring. So we'll look at that later on. But this is current what is occurring this these last two uh, variants, and also there is a sixth variant also been identified as even more aggressive than variant five. So we we have a lot of work to do. Well, let's back up. We have a lot of praying to do and do that. And uh so uh of course this is serious and we need to we need to act that way. But we did the only thing we have in it not NATO kids, the masks, safe distances and the vaccinations. Okay. That that's my update. Excellent.
2: Excellent. Thank you. And Doctor Hackney, let me ask you, because I trust your advice and um as we all remember, my children's pediatrician is in the pokey. So <laughs> um Sorry to make light of it. Uh, my two-year-old is—I uh, know that he's now eligible or soon to be eligible for the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Commend that I that I uh, go ahead and get it for him. Do you think it's safe for children that young?
1: Oh yes, we we have to look at uh, the uh, youth, of youth for the future. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what—that's why they're monitoring the states that are ordering the vaccine. Uh, make sure to stay order, and also our pediatricians, our doc, our healthcare groups have just been phenomenal. Your pediatricians the nurses, mm-hmm. the pharmacies, and all those groups who are waiting on these vaccines. There are groups. Oh yes, we uh, and uh, your <laughs> your pediatrician, your healthcare people, they need to <laughs> stay close to them, listen to their advice. I don't come in with words <laughs> you say is, but the pediatrician <laughs> groups, the healthcare groups, they are they are they have been fantastic.
3: The nurses,
1: the mid healthcare groups, yeah. and all those working with the children and it need to be a community effort because i know parents and also the schools uh someone was telling this past weekend schools has been very active in and posting programs up so yes uh this virus we have to protect our younger people uh so instead this mm-hmm. past weekend so they're interacting with our seniors they're our future and also the reports were with the death rates and also the surgeons of the exits uh in in younger ages is, is being documented so yes uh mm-hmm. they you speak to your pediatrician and and move forward with that, and, you know, if he or she can, you know, you know, I'm going when you said it again, but they can still make that happen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <And>
2: let me say one more thing.
1: He has a practice. So he hasn't, you know, it follows through the <laughs> <hope>. whole
2: <laughs> Um, I wanted to say quickly, and then we'll hand it over to you, Pastor Cooper. Um, You mentioned long COVID that we need to be talking about and thinking about and looking at the long-term effects. Uh, I just wanted to share this um, story that I know of just for people to be watching out for for things that they may not think about. Uh, A friend of mine had COVID. Uh, She was really sick with it. And she recovered, and after she recovered, she stubbed her toe, and within about an hour, her entire foot looked like she had been, like, bitten by a brown recluse spider. And it was just, just a, a toe stub, and they, she went to the doctor, and they called it COVID toe. Uh, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. effects that it had. It did something with the uh, blood vessels, I think, or the capillary yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's a, as a result of COVID. So when we talk about long-term COVID or long COVID, those kind of uh, symptoms, be on the lookout for things that are not the norm. Uh, because I think there's just a lot of weird things that we don't know a lot yet. So we should be talking about it like Dr. Hackney said. And uh, if you see something strange or feel something strange, just go to the doctor and ask about it, especially if you've had COVID.
1: Oh, That's so true. We've had several incidents within the last couple of weeks. Individuals thought they had a cold, thought they had a flu, but it was actually COVID. I'd advise anyone who have any flu-type symptoms right now, whatever, in like particular in the future, go, go to your doctor and have it checked. That long-term yeah. area, you're so right, is an area that's that next area we have to work on because all those preconditions uh, uh, that, that's, uh, that's there. Currently, the, the vaccine virus illuminates, uh, whether it be long, uh, heart issues, mm-hmm. heart attacks, younger mm-hmm. ages, and, uh, and these are sort of like some of those, I would say, preconditions that have been underlying conditions who might have been managed mm-hmm. in the past, but apparently what's happening in, in long-term COVID, those areas are being uh, uh, are affected. Uh, even being worsened. So, and of course, that, that virus is working behind the scenes in the lungs and kidneys and all those areas. And that's why it's very mm-hmm. important to go to your physician, let them do those complete studies, do those complete analysis, uh, and that is, that is critical. That's going to be our next major discussion about long-term COVID and individuals getting, re- they're getting reinfected two and three times. And so it, it, that, mm-hmm. that's a serious area. And I, I had to go out to researchers who work in that area and uh, we need to just continue the work. And by all means, uh, the safety is uh, let them rule out COVID first before you self-determine and diagnose. And that that mm-hmm. should be the plan of action. Identify, rule out COVID, whatever the symptoms, whatever the elements are, then you can move to, to something else. But let's rule out COVID or manage that first on the front end because so we have people being treated for something else. And a couple of months later, finally, they had COVID all along. And it wasn't our rule mm-hmm. out when they were initially treated. So I, I agree with you. It, that's, this is a major area uh, that we are going to have to address and then pay ma- a major attention to.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Pastor Cooper, what do you have for us or anything to add? Well, on I just want to
3: pick it, yeah, pick it back on what he's saying. It's so true. Um, and, and, you know, I try to sweep on all sides of the street and in doing so, they're, you know, we're, we're pro-choice. Now, wh- what does that mean? Oh, that's a loaded question, lo- loaded statement. Pro-choice means that uh, you can choose to get vaccinated or not. You can choose to uh, get tested or not. The Hagner saying our pharmacist online here, advice Life Services has been doing so. That is this, rule out COVID first. Go ahead. Because yes. COVID may treat you different than it treats your son or your daughter or your grandparents or whatever. So if you're walking around and you're not vaccinated, that's fine. It's up to you. Now we preach and teach. Hey, go get vaccinated. Get, get the boosters. Do all the things to fix stuff. Like I, I share with my brother all the time. I don't mind dying. It's just that in between state, I don't want to deal with. I don't know what the yeah. the underlying issues I have. How I'm going to react to it. Like you said, COVID. Chose. uh there's a young man out there. And uh, he, he just told everybody he's not going to get vaccinated. Well, he came down with the worst COVID spill just six weeks ago. And he said, man, it's the worst thing ever. So now he thinks he has antibodies in his body. So that, that's great. But now he has residual effects of COVID. He has a lingering cough. Mm-hmm. Now he's tested negative to COVID. But he has a lingering cough now. He still feels miserable. He gets tired quicker. We have a young lady. She was saying, way. Well, she didn't want to get vaccinated. So uh she didn't have a taste for over a year. She just got the taste back, smell back, didn't like chicken. I mean so these are side effects that I'm asking everyone to, to speak about. So if you want to uh live your pro choice life of not having the vaccination, that's great. But be ready for the consequences. That's that's yeah. all we're saying here. So so I'm I'm good with how you feel, get masked up or not, uh get vaccinated or not. But explain to your family members how you feel if you're choosing not to get boosted or vaccinated. Don't lie to them. Tell them the truth. And like I said, I choose to be healthy, and I don't want to suffer as much as anyone else.
0: Yes.
2: Yes, very well said. And let me piggyback on what you said, uh, and this isn't to do with COVID, but I have to throw this in here. (laughs) Uh, Pro-choice, there is a woman I'm sure you guys have heard in Texas who I think she was in the Dallas Fort Worth area, uh, hopped into the HOV lane, but she was she appeared to be alone in her car and she got a ticket. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's pregnant though. And according to Texas <laughs> her fetus is a full blown person, so she's fighting that ticket. I <laughs> wanted to let everybody know yes. that. <laughs> I heard this. And I want my retroactive um, child tax credit for when I was pregnant with Colin.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> full blown.
3: There you go. Yep. <laughs> but again, and, and we have fun, fun with that. And again, like you said, we bring light to uh, to hard subjects and stuff. And so, and we all uh, pro, you know, everybody knows I'm, I'm pro life. But the deal is, I want life also at the. Uh, uh, at the doctor's office, I want life in the courtroom. I want life in the education room, even though it's your choice to do what you want to do. Uh, but we want life uh, when you get pulled over. We want life in all, all those circumstances. Yeah. So we just have to look at what everyone is talking about. Matter of fact, I invited a, uh, a friend of mine. I hope he's listening. I hope he tunes in and jumped in here because right now in the state of Texas, we have a lot of young, uh, interesting entrepreneurs, business professionals that are out here in the community. And yeah, some of them identify as Democrats. Some of them identify as Republicans. Some of them identify as independents. What they are are people with voices, and we need to listen to them, and we need to hear mm-hmm. their voice and hear what they're saying. Because sometimes we look at somebody and say, oh, they're Hispanic. They vote this way. Or oh, they're Hispanic. They think this way. They're black. or oh, they think mm-hmm. that way. Now, let me help you out with something. If you have not told me to a twenty two year old, twenty five year old lately, you might be in for a
4: a yeah. huge awakening. That's all
5: yeah. I'm saying. Well hey, let me True. say this right
4: here. How y'all doing, first of all? Welcome. Oh, are, welcome.
5: Hello. Hello, hello,
4: hello. you Yeah doing all right.
2: Well here. You're great. Pro,
4: look here I'm pro I'm pro choice. And I'm pro life. I'm pro choice first yes. though. I'm pro choice first. Go, there you go. I'm pro choice first. And then and yeah. then and then I am pro life. Uh but like I said again, I'm for pro 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 life all the way through. Now we're at no death penalty, right? Make sure a baby
3: get
4: make sure a baby gets fed after they get here.
3: That's right. Right.
4: That's right, right. right. So I'm pro right. you know, life to have opportunity to oh, you know, right. all the way through. And so, you know, yeah. so this yeah. is, you know, we got a situation where folks making it like it's either or. It's not either or. Right. That's right. You, can, That's be, right. That's you right. can be, pro-choice. You can be pro-choice, which That's I am. Right. I'm not. Right. You know, I'm not. Great. Great. Yeah, yep. yeah. Great. You know, so basically, I've been basically,
2: both
4: my uh, whole life. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, we need to, you know, we need to quit using uh, 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 those folks' framework to talk about our issues. Yep. Those frames there don't fit. Go, that's
3: Those that's frames good. don't fit that's what we're, well, we're talking to about. Get and that's as yes, long as we use using
4: true. their frames, you know, we're going to be sounding like we you know, bouncing around up in here. Oh, That's right. They're going to make you look like <laughs> you're trying to choose, you know, when in reality, Mike, I know you pro-choice. You know, and I know you and I know you, and I know you and I know you and I know you yeah, uh, and I know you you know, both of them just like I am. So basically I'm just saying That's you know, exactly. don't pick one. But we will pick both yeah. That's
3: exactly
4: yeah. And we want it in the HOV lane too. <laughs> That's what she was trying to say. That's
3: right.
0: We, we want it in the HOV
1: lane too. You know in the country where you we 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 talk about rabbit trails. We're going to have out mm-hmm. there are a lot of rabbit trails being thrown out there. You know, a rabbit jump up the dog to chase that rabbit.
2: Yeah. That's what's
1: happening. People are throwing out all sorts of rabbit mm-hmm. trails, burning up a lot of time, yeah. a lot of energy, and getting nowhere. And so what we need to do is you, we need to take towards of uh, the subject. Someone said the other day somebody trying to change a person, a discussion of slavery, what slavery was. You know, when, you, when we allow someone else to the subject, you join in the conversation, you're going to lose the conversation because they're controlling the conversation. They can change and rabbit trail anytime they want. All they're doing is wasting your time about uh, rabbit trail chasing. What we need yeah. to do, this, what what, this is what we're doing in healthcare with our task force. We're taking a lead to change this unacceptable healthcare system we experience. In it. That we're not following anybody else's lead, the state, the federal government, whatever like that. We look at the real world, what's happening here in rural communities of color. And listen to people in the real, real communities of color, and I'm telling everybody read this book about plantation life in East Texas. If you have not read that book, you should. You, you, in your teaching, whatever, then we address that age. You don't get caught down rabbit trails when you understand what really what happened. And then you, you, you bring that subject. Up. We don't write enough. We don't do enough research. We, we read what other people write, what other people say. We need to start writing our own stories. You know, we, we got
4: like, hey, doc, the, doc, there's enough. Trust me, trust me. The information is there. Uh, it ain't about us writing. We we write. There's lots of great uh, stuff that's written. We need to read more and, and go and research more. Cause so the information is there, doc. It's there. So it's just about you look at like people like you who have read that book. People like people like you who have read that book. Then you need to every now and then share a nugget from that book. Oh, so they're that supposed oh,
1: that's what I've been doing. That's that. what I that's what I've been doing. Yeah, it, that's what I've been doing. Exactly. That's what I've been doing the last yeah, week. Exactly. I'm telling people if you haven't read this book, you don't need to be teaching a class. And see another thing, this is the knowledge n- we pretend g- to have. Give us a negative. Give us a negative from
4: the book. Give us a negative
1: right I'll, I'll give you an example. When we look at the COVID, all this knowledge we supposed to have, what's the explanation for what's happening in, this, in these United States with this virus that we have all the information? We, that's one thing we sort of we're fooling ourselves in America. We fooling ourselves in America that we have all information. But when you look at the results, nobody know how to use nobody know how to use information. Cause biggest problem, the left hand doesn't communicate with the right hand. You can have all information, with your hands. your right hand. If you don't let your left hand know what's going, all you have is information. So we have a lot of people with information that not, that don't know how to, that's not using that information. Look at what's happening and look at, look at what's happening in this ours. In the world, can we justify over a million people dying in this, in this, in this country, we supposed to have all that information. If you have information, then you shouldn't have you shouldn't have the results you have. That's what we were talking about in the prostate project. If you have, we have all information in the information about the prostate,
4: why we have the numbers we have. So Doctor, people you with will information. Know, that, you have know the people with the information, as you will know, uh, in the current uh, supremacist system that we're in, uh, sometimes they don't the the right hand they don't want the right hand to know what the left hand doing. That's part of well, the while program. we li- while, while we li- while we lying and
1: chasing the rabbit trail with them. Somewhere along the line. Everybody ain't doing
4: good. it. Well, well everybody ain't doing that. Wanna... Remember we're in the middle of a struggle. Said, we're, we're in the middle of, we we are continu- we're a continuation of a great struggle, Doc. We're a continuation. This is where we are at this time. Other people have struggled in this thing and they did what they did. So it ain't like it ain't like, why ain't oh, we done did a lot, and there's people still working. And I'm just saying, and I'm just saying, you know, right now, this is our turn to do what we're going to do. Uh, and, and to waste time trying to figure out why somebody ain't did something, I found that that's just a waste of energy. And all I'm saying is, well, you know, like the- that book yeah. that you read, and then, like the book you read, I'm saying, if you read it, you know, yeah, I'm sure you have. I'm saying every now and then, give us a concept from the book. That you read, right? You know, just, you know, just yeah. tell them, read it. Tell them why they ought to read it. Well, well, well you know, you know, this the, this chapter here talked about whatever. And, you know, give us that. So, folks
1: I give you a, couple a example of that. No, we think when you talk about black health in that book, need to understand what happened in healthcare on the plant prior to the plantation, and what happened. We use that in an analogy this past weekend. Look at what happened in plantation, look what happened in, uh, in reconstruction, and look at what's happening now. You will see that it's not that much different. You can take one specific yeah. area of pain, how we're diagnosed and treated as pain. It's consistent. Uh, you know, so you can take that book and see in healthcare. How many articles have been, read, been written on black health care? We're going to write a book on that from slavery all the way through now. And so, so, well, we're we, we using that book as an example. We tell anybody, everybody, you come in East Texas, you sit on a porch and then you, you're a position, whatever like that. You have to understand that person remember coming through the back door to see a position. Yeah. We were just talking about this past weekend. Some place they still treat like they're coming through the back door. So we need to understand why people respond to that. So, yeah, in that book, there are plenty of examples you can use in that book to show documentation what occurring right now. And all the only thing changed has been the dates and times.
3: And, and what we need to do again is bring that book to the forefront. And I don't get a copy. I read it and do exactly what the saying. We are the news, CS TV. Uh, we have the political channel. We we have the the spiritual channel. We, we have the octopus channel. All that stuff, Dr. McCann's ch- channel. And we're going to talk about those things, those items, in, in, in those books. And that's the reason why I'm talking about. How we present ourselves to the masses, there are more folks that out there that think more like a Democrat than anything else. The problem is that they've been labeled like Brother Arthur said. We have to get rid of these stigmas and these labels and talk about reality, and reality is is that we need to uh, be more transparent in our organizations and our parties. We need to be more transparent with the things that we've read and our knowledge that we have, and expose it to media. It through uh, visual
4: media, television. That, that's the mean. Hey, 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 let me say this. Hey, hey Doc, I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Dr. Uh, Michael Bird. Okay, the Dr. Michael Bird, you know, Harvard and so forth. Uh, and, and, I, and, and, he actually, and I actually have a manuscript of the book. I mean, he said I have an actual manuscript here of the, of the book before it was printed. Uh, and it's called The American Health Dilemma. And it's from and it. And, and, and it covers it, like you said, Doc. From all the way from slavery time up to now, it has all the information. He did all the analysis. Uh, it, it, like one of them says, uh, okay, the relationship between race, medicine, and healthcare in the U.S. Uh, you know, uh, another topic is the medical and scientific ex- exploitation. White Tuskegee was no aberration. Uh, the origin of the system of so racism. So he breaks. I mean, he breaks it all down. down. There's a, the information is there, is what I'm saying, and we just need to, uh, you know, get it to. And get it to people uh and and and, and give them a, a rubric where they and show them how to use it like I tell people okay the basic thing about healthcare and I tell people this because I was in the business for a minute when you go to the doctor, you need to own your body, own your body and you go to the doctor you know uh inquire uh uh you know you know, you know there there's a there, they did a study and it's in here about they send did blind studies, send people to the doctor's office. Black, white, same, same issues. Okay, that's real. So if you don't go in, if the if doctor don't know what's wrong with you, uh, if he says what he, what, what it might be this way, you know, if you feel like you need test ran, you need to say, I need test ran. See what I'm saying? You know, and I know you we'll say, put- well, I ain't got no insurance. You know, you still need to say, I need test ran, even if you ain't got no insurance. Okay? But, you know, another
1: little step farther than that, we're working on a book where you know physician, know how to ornament, You don't know how to DC mess and see when you, we and see that's we we trust in this system that is really to a certain extent is not a failed
5: system. You know,
1: even before you go to that doctor, you need to know about your body before you even go to the doctor, and so and, and then when you get in there, you know he writes those meds and all that. You know, there's a whole that's just the beginning. For example, I give you a classic example. We, we, we in this book we put together for everybody having their hands. Everybody should have a list of meds that he or she's on, okay? when You go in that doctor and everything, and then see what's occurring right now, there are a lot of individuals medical profiles have not been updated.
5: They have med- they have
1: medication on their profiles medication in this, this, uh, D.C. and hasn't been used. So that's one of the points we're going to put in this book. If you go to a doctor, make sure your medical history is updated in that computer. You know why that's important? Because you go to the emergency room, it's like not having a drug list on your hand. You go to that emergency room, they pull yeah. your medical record up in that system. If you only had the yeah. dishes yeah. Yes. in D.C., you might receive That's that medication. The and the other deal, nobody knows where to destroy meds. You know, everybody loves they to give meds. Americans, Americans, American, there's a drug hook society. You can give a man any color field to yeah. America, and they believe in they'll take it. But see what? Where do you destroy those meds? If you go in Dallas and ask people, what pharmacists in Dallas, all these experiments you have. And you where can you take those meds? What pharmacy in Dallas you can take those? Beaumont, wherever that would take those meds back tomorrow. Do you understand?
4: No, not, why? Hey, you hey, hey, doc, doc, I'm sorry, but we need to get the folks some information about about how to protect themselves when they go to the doctor from those meds. I I'm giving example. You, you know, a lot of people don't know that if you dehydrate it, if you dehydrate it, and you go to the doctor uh, You know that could make your blood pressure be high just because you're dehydrated, right? Yeah, you, you you may have some, but but that's one of the things that cause you know that could have your blood pressure high. Now a lot of times doctors are too quick to just put people on meds like that. You know, they're well, even. I mean, I've been to doctors, you know meds, what? meds, whatever, <laughs> kind of stuff. And so I'm saying, I was smart to say, hey, you know, uh blah blah blah. No, we ain't going to do that. We we're going to do this first. So I'm just saying that, the, that when you go to the doctor, there's other you uh, know and then once gets you get on that med, the next thing you know you walk around with a bag
1: well now once once you mention once you you I noticed you didn't. you mentioned the doctor, you mentioned the patient you you didn't mention a major important person part of that loop is the pharmacist in our healthcare yeah. in America uh, pharmacies have not been given the credit for being the drug expert. Now that's beginning. To by change,
4: that's time to the time like, he get that, he's going to pick the drugs up, Doc. Now he's going to pick the drugs up. Then I'm talking about. We need we, we need a book written about how to go to the doctor. How oh, to go yeah, to the doctor. That's... These are the things when you go to the doctor. And I, hey, what I, you, I, know, you do before you get to the doctor. You And then, uh, then, uh, then uh, you, you, what the you what you need
5: to do? That
1: do book this, that do this, should do this. That book, that book should also include once you leave that doctor's office, even some time before, you need to stop by the pharmacy. In America, yeah. you, we can go to a doctor. He or she will write a prescription. We go in and take that medication religiously, because we are a drug society. People know in America, you can give a person a pill, call a pill for anything, they'll take it. But in that loop should be that rush. Once you get that prescription, fill even prior, go. You, that's why they used to call pharmacists and doctors before. You need to stop by that pharmacist once that physician give you that prescription, and you're gonna go there and take that med
4: you
5: need to consult with your pharmacist even before
4: well, you under, go well, to the pharmacist doctor. Well, well under pharmacist it, it should be a section that says uh you, you know the the, the the this is how pharmacists can keep you uh you know off of me this is what they can do to help you oh,
0: sure, yeah. figure out oh, yeah, what's wrong yeah, sure. with you
4: and i'm saying that we don't have we don't have that and we don't have that kind of education with this racist medical system we're in, then we just you know we just pawns in the money play, you know. Well, and that's what, what we're it comes doing? Down
1: the, to. That's what we're doing with the task force. We'll put together that book that we're going to utilize in rural communities of color. And other people there. Yeah, you're exactly. Those parts you just mentioned are actually going to be put in that book from step one all the way through to the Even discussion about drug destruction I mentioned earlier. Most people have all uh, abuse of drugs. Youth used to get those drugs from their parents from their med cabinet. I'm not going to talk about that much. But people have expired meds in their cabinets in their home, and they do not know what to do with them. I ask that question a while ago. Ask the individual, what's the list, what's the list of pharmacists in Dallas that you can take that bag of meds, and that pharmacy will take those. And also, why you don't need to plug your meds down the sink. Uh, and so that need to be in there. You can take water samples in some of these cities, and you get more drug levels this uh meds have been digested <laughs> down through the system flushed in the commode how you can't take them
4: back
1: to the pharmacy well see now see another thing that's that's why people need to understand the policy there are guidelines which pharmacists can take medication back to regulated regulated by the federal government and they have a list of those pharmacies that's the information we wanted through this so-called healthcare system we've hauled all these meds we have like i said a while ago you go in any city, city and ask anybody what retail pharmacy in this city can I take these expired meds back? You go visit your, bar- your grandparents. They may have bags of medication. You say, what pharmacies in this city, or whatever city in America, what pharmacies in this city can I take these bags med- bags meds back tomorrow legally? And this pharmacy will take I, those uh, those I, medications I, I, still can,
4: just... I still got my mama's pill box with all with all that stuff. But I, I still got it.
5: Mm-hmm. How long yeah. you had? So, sure,
4: sure, so sure. where, so I'm asking. Mm-hmm. This so where in
1: Dallas can you take your mother field bounce back for, for destruction? destruction? You, know you asking farmers You can do that? No, no, no I'm, in in asking I'm asking no, you. I'm asking joking No, no, I'm just joking. Everybody in it across America, listen, listen, America. early on we identified substance abuse. Children were going in the cabinets because their new mom was taking pain medication. And most kids know name of paid medication. So they were going to the medication cabinet and, and taking those meds, and they were abusing those meds and taking them to school. So back to the question. every In every city, that's the list we're working on. And every time, if you, if you listen to this radio show tonight, you call in your city and find out where you can take your medication back in Detroit. That's what everybody in America should do across that, that, 'cause we're in the day with drugs. Uh, who can they call? Uh, who who then, can they call, Doc?
4: Who can they call? Who, who can they
1: call, Doc? Well, I mean, I mean, well uh, they call? The, the federal government, the federal government, they have a list, but you start with your local pharmacies.
4: people,
1: people in healthcare, got to do what they're supposed to do right in their city. You know, we, you don't need to be calling Washington D.C. and see which retail pharmacist. You can, you can call your local
4: pharmacies,
1: right? And that retail pharmacist, yeah. the closest pharmacist, should be able to tell you which other pharmacist can take uh, their medication back in healthcare we got to clean up you have we have people, all these them ideas, them. all these titles making a lot of money they're not doing totally what they're supposed to be doing and the, and the public doesn't know that we'll soon they're doing that but what's happening in america in the healthcare system people are not doing it
3: but you, you're doing it tonight and that's my point i call it the alex haley uh, uh program where we have to get act like roots all over again put this on television put it on our biz channel put it on our uh radio channel we have to continue to talk about it. So no no one else is doing it. We we're we are the news. We have to talk about it. These are the things we have to bring up. That's right. Rihanna, where are you at? Rihanna, You see there? Oh.
4: Oh
5: she left. Oh, she
3: went on. We we are gonna keep on we gonna keep on moving.
4: We're gonna keep on oh, moving. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, I was gonna ask her something. I, I was gonna ask that's probably why she left. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go ahead on. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, Ada uh, hey, 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 here. What about the? Do we go? do well, you have anything else to say about the healthcare thing? Cause it's up, oh no, 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 fine. Talk about... I'm fine, I'm fine,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. We, I just just take my hat off to all the healthcare yeah. workers working so hard out there. and We need more of them, so God bless them, pray for them,
4: and you know they can you know they
1: can continue doing what they're training is.
4: Yeah, yeah, I wanna talk about the uh, i am talking two things, you know, it's gonna be okay, the the the, the January uh, sixth committee, they're gonna be on tomorrow. Before I talk about that, I wanna talk about the Republican uh platform. Well just a couple a couple of things on that platform. Uh, that I like to, you know, talk to y'all about. Now now they of course, you know, I know y'all y'all talked about the bush thing a little bit earlier. But you know, they went they, they went all the way hard on that. You know, they just went it's went by circus. Ten year olds can have a bank. I wanna I want nine year olds to have a baby Probably under that program nine year olds can have a baby so it's just crazy you know what they're doing what do you all think about our republican party actions as far as that as far as that position and what are we going and how we gonna and how we gonna use that to get the sense of urgency going you know we, we have the uh, the, uh the democratic Texas state Committee going be up here in Dallas this weekend. No, mm. so, well now I start out with Mike. I start with Mike. Michael, you're going to be up here this weekend. Uh, well, what are we going to be doing? I mean, what are you going to be doing, rather, uh, uh, as far as why are you there uh, to convey a sense of urgency, uh, you know, with the issue? What are you planning to do uh, for far as weekend? Well, we have
3: to go around and uh, hurry up, like we did, our Pro- program. Let them know that we're working on all sides. Uh, every this is just a, a foreshadowing of what's coming. Uh, voters' rights are going to go away next. And again, this is not a, uh, a Democrat, a Republican thing. I don't care about all of that. Uh, this is a democracy thing. Uh, they're just taking rights after rights after rights. Uh, we're going back backwards. Uh, if this is making America great again, I, I, I don't get it. Uh, we're going back to the 60s and 50s. We want to teach uh, our kids. Uh, and our youth do the right thing, but at the same time, they need their choices. Uh, we still have to wait for a president and uh, Congress to, to give us the right to vote as minority people in, in America, African Americans in America. Uh, the Voting Rights Act, Civil Rights Act, all of those things are in jeopardy right now. We have to make sure that we go around and touch every caucus. I don't care if it's Hispanic caucus, Black caucus, whatever. We need to make sure that we are... There at the table, like I said before, when we went to Austin, we didn't go there asking for anybody to invite us to the table. We have a table. We need to talk about our table uh, issues and and at the table. It's not complicated. We have folks that are genuinely pro-life. And guess what? That means that they want good health care. They want good education. They want to close the uh, health gap, wealth gap, injustice gap. So we're all on the same page. So we can't let anybody divide us. We can't let anybody steal our flag. We can't let anybody steal our honor. We are with honor, and we want to make sure that we get the right things done. And we have to go around and and to all of these events the next uh, three or four days and watch this. We have to go to uh, Republican events. We have to make sure that we let the world know that we are not afraid of issues. We we are educated. We're going to educate them. And you know what happens when I talk to Republicans? They go, you know what, you're right. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't see him like that. So we can't shy away from anything. Y'all happen to be a pastor. That was a guy by the name of Paul that was in the Bible. And he went after the disciples after he got saved. They didn't want to hear from him because he was crucifying uh, Christians before. So he had a a new song, and basically what he's saying is that there's a better way. What I thought was right is not right. Y'all, that's what I'm doing. It's a hard assignment that I have, but it's not complicated. I am a Texan. I grew up in uh, East Texas, Southeast Texas. Uh, got DNA all over Texas. So what we're saying is that we're losing uh, people because of division. We cannot stand
4: divided. Well, what I'm just saying is, Mike. You know, the, you know, it takes two to tango. And if and, and if and right. if the uh, Ang- no, I'm not going to use that now. I'm going to say the devil. But anyway, if you if you're opposite don't want to. Don't want to, you know, dance with you, you know, and they just gonna do something else. Uh, again, uh, again, the, 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 you know, this ain't that they don't know. Mike, they know. They, they, they you know, they know. So I'm not gonna pretend they don't know. Oh, you know what? I know now. I didn't know that. before you told me that Mike. Yeah, they knew it. They knew it. And, but they and, need, and all you, you need
3: to was, let them know that you know, and let them know that you know, and you have to have exactly. The
4: because otherwise, yeah, yeah, you yeah, not a conversation. done that we need Let's to have a conversation. That's all I'm saying. Let's have a conversation, but yeah, let's, have right. conversation. Right. let's have an honest conversation. Let's have an honest conversation. I'm not going to let well, them pretend what I'm saying, they don't know
3: when I know they know. Dr. Morton, so, he went to LBJ, Lyndon Johnson, and all of the people in, in control. Those folks didn't care about African Americans. They didn't care about the issues of the day. What I'm saying is is that those that are in power, those that are in, in, in position, we have to let them know that we know, that they know, and we know, and we're not going away, and we're going to continue to fight these fights. We're, I'm not going away. I'm not going away because uh, <clears throat> I wasn't the nominee this time. Yeah, I hope somebody heard that this time. We need someone who's going to fight for all people and all rights and then let them decide what they want to do with their bodies and things themselves while we're protecting their health and all the other things. So what I'm saying is this is that I'm not going away. I'm going to be at this party. I may be at another party, but I'm going to make sure that I'm there sh- telling everybody about the, the, the fact that we're not going away. That's all I'm saying. We're not going away. Our voice is going to be heard <clears throat> in the streets and in the seats.
4: Here, like, any, Okay, in that platform, one of the things they say they want, they say they want to do what the voting rights act. Okay? They ain't playing. They mean that. They mean that. And they saying it to your face. They want it gone. So, uh, you know, basically basically what I'm telling folks is, you know, and, and all this yeah, of course, you know, this you know, uh, uh the, the issue right now, especially for the Republican Party, is that with all this quote as they say wokeness going on, uh they're being the, the, you know, real American history is being exposed. And so all of this is about you know we don't want to talk about that our kids feel bad all that kind of stuff so uh so, so i want to ask each of you guys you know dealing with that kind of mentality what's the plan either one of you uh, doc you go first
2: you
1: know uh, i in, in, in dealing with the uh, you mentioned the uh, the educational system uh the information you want to teach and you know, say you know, uh, uh, I always say, you know, we, we, uh, we made a mistake when we trusted someone else to educate us. Also, we continue to make that mistake and think we're still going to learn from them. You know, this whole uh, plan several years ago was to get us to this point where they would tell us what they're going to teach us. I tell the churches, you know, we have a lot of spaces. We, we need to, there's information that we can be teaching ourselves. And we need to do that. Uh, we, you know, we need to we need them to sit and listen. To our old folks tell our youth some stories uh, about history and the things they went through. Because you look at people who teach in the, in the educational system now, where did they where, where did they learn their history? They who taught them? You know, we giving these college, we giving people too much credit for the education they receive, wherever they received it from, and no matter how accurate well and inaccurate was, and how many uh, uh, gaps in it. So I, that's why I'm saying we made the mistake of thinking someone else um, they were smarter and they can educate us and they continue to educate us. I think they were sh- they would be shocked if we find out we started teaching our own stuff In our own location, our own community and then you know, and, and then we can go interact in the public school system, we don't have to rely on the public school system to teach us everything we need to be taught. You know, that we, we we now we recognize that in healthcare. That's a big mistake we made in healthcare. We thought oh, those people are gonna take care of us. So I think in healthcare and education we need uh, start our own discussion. We start our own night you know, We can't talk about that help. But also, i would say, listen to the grandparents. Because another couple of years when these 80 plus old individuals passing going on, uh, the accurate story won't be able to be told anyway, particularly by our, young, in a, in a, in a, our younger groups because they didn't even listen, listen to their grandparents. So what we, I would suggest we do, I plan right now, all African Americans who are 80 and above, the court, then, all these family reunion we go into and everything, listen let them tell their story before they leave this area
5: that's, that's, my what, that's point. real and I I, you know,
1: I, I I recommend that to all the family you guys let the oldest person there sit down and just listen to him or her in fact
4: we have a program we're having our 50th you mentioned that Just mentioned we have we're having our 50th year reunion this year my family and uh and yeah and we have a thing we call where words, words from the wise so during the program we have mm-hmm. Our wise people stand up and do just what you're saying,
5: mm-hmm.
4: and so that's what we. and So you know, and I say, you know, a lot of folks are doing that. You know, not not enough, not enough. You're right about that, not enough. Uh, uh, and so we need, you know, we need more people to educate their own and develop their own families
3: first. Exactly. You know, that's
4: exactly. The exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, you have
3: to keep in mind too that society with integrating schools. Now, all of a sudden, we're going like, hey, we had the best plan. We're educating ourselves in African-American communities. Well, now we have to go back and use that for all communities. And that's going back mm-hmm. to the basics is all it is. Uh, it's mm-hmm. classroom management. It's uh, control exactly. of, uh, of the class, uh, making sure we teach the basics, get back to the basics, stop worrying about teaching mm-hmm. uh, towards a, a, a test. Uh, right. Somebody told me about teaching towards test. But We used to have a daily grade, weekly grade, and if you weren't doing good on those weekly grades, daily grades, <clears throat> we knew that the pattern was coming up that you're not going to get the semester test done. So uh, we we need to go back to those basics, and, and that works for all communities. So, again, I'm putting exactly. up on all sides of the street. So what's good for us is good for all of say, the state of Texas. So th-
4: these oh, yeah, are sir. the things that we have to do. Yeah. Hey, hey, I want to remind you where that testing system came, came, came for a member of once George Bush, after coup and Richardson, George Bush became governor. George Bush became uh, George Bush became governor. His brother, with working with H. Ross Perot, started off with no pass, no play, because yep. because black folks winning all the athletic contests, football championships uh-huh. and so forth. Right. So they implemented that. Then and then okay, they implemented it, and then we started passing and kept playing, kept winning. Then they came up with this testing system. And, and once they started that, because I used to work in special ed and stuff where they, where they misdirect kids. That system is set up just to misdirect, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. It, it's a mm-hmm. misdirection system, and it's an identifying system. They put you on a path. Once they put you in it, you on a whole other road than where you was going, you know. So, you know, like even that, you know, it's a, and on top of it, it ain't nothing but a money scam. It, it has no actual value to the student. Mm-hmm. Or the teacher and you know because it's, it's like this the kids are smart they can pass that test whether they do their homework or not
1: exactly you know exactly
4: and mm-hmm. and and, and the test that, and it's hardest on the kids that's really you know it's really trying so forth and, and then and then the, and then the whole atmosphere of testing is like it's like mm-hmm. a pressure point and, and, and to the point that the kids know that once they get through with all them tests I don't know how many do now but I think it's like two or three But when they get through doing that last test, they kind of like go on vacation in their mind. To them, school is over. Yeah, school is over. You know what I mean? And they mind because I done passed the test. I'm I'm finna pass anyway. And they're right. They are finna pass anyway because they passed the test. So you've actually taken something out of the teacher's hands and gave it to a corporation, a corporate Mm -hmm. uh, testing regiment corporation, where Mm -hmm. they're making money and now you've introduced this whole new uh, dynamic and atmosphere into the schoolhouse, which which, which, which is further dividing the teacher from the student. You know what I mean?
1: That's so true. When I was back in education, college level and everything, I I attended my first state, I guess they must have called it the school convention there in Houston. I, I Mm -hmm. I walked into that exhibit hall. When I saw the normal attorney firm, CPA firm, engineering firms uh and for the contract in the school system then i knew then who controlled our school system you know guys you know uh church and all these guys were living and all that kind of stuff so i thought wow this this is this is an issue this is an issue and so we're seeing the results of that right now uh what's occurring you know when you mentioned that after after the Kids taking the grade in every stop. a Son of mine, oh he's teaching that. He he experienced that. After the exam was over, uh, they of something. Class was showing kids movies, and he's yeah, yeah,
5: okay. yeah,
1: yeah, exa- you, he was yeah exactly. He they they I, mm-hmm. you, when you said that, he said they scared. They they at the end before I, the semester was over, they was kid was sitting
4: on the movies. I lived it. I lived it. I lived it. Is that I lived it. Is that real? That is real. I live that. That's, that's what I'm petting you about. That's what I'm saying. The test, okay, when we were in school, they taught you reading, writing, real quick, they taught you, you know, a few social graces and so forth. You know, they kind of had so stuff. So they were, like, into you, right? And, and mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and like now, everything revolves around the test. The teacher, if my kids don't pass the test and I'm a bad teacher and I'm a, I am might lose my job, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Even though I'm working with mm-hmm. a disadvantaged group, even though I'm working with a disadvantaged group, so forth mm-hmm. and so on. So even a teacher has to teach to the test, try to keep their job. So mm-hmm. the only folks getting anything out of it is folks that's, paying, it's folks that's making money off giving it their intent, I mean, they're you know, giving us the, the oh, test and yeah, regimen.
1: I don't know. I'm going to ask this question.
4: What's the, what is the
1: role of our black uh, uh, what is school board what is it, uh, School board members? What
4: role or what voices do they have
1: into what we're talking about? You know, these school board members work.
4: and... Is there any other representative? Is there any other representative? Because I I, I I speak at the school board here in Dallas and and, and in Lancaster, you uh, know here at my area. It, it's like anything else. It, it's like it, it's like uh, what do you want them to do? If you don't if you don't show up, just like anything else in politics, if you don't show up,
5: mm-hmm.
4: then they are gonna do whatever they gonna do because they ain't got no mm-hmm. anybody telling them no, anybody asking no questions, yeah, mm-hmm. and so they do what they wanna do. It's, so school board the same way. If uh, if you got an issue with uh, too many kids, black kids or whatever getting punished or whatever, you need to show mm-hmm. up and say something about it. You need to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. ask them what they're doing about it. Or, you know, if you, you have to, somebody has to come up and and represent. If you don't do that, then they're going to do what they're going to do. I mean, this is how it is, mm-hmm. right? But keep in mind,
3: though, the school board is limited in what they can do, and, and that's the reason why I ran for lieutenant governor, Start with all the things, and uh, they have a budget. They can move some money around. They can either fix the gym floor, or fix the uh, library, or, or fix the uh, teachers' uh, room. You know, they can move money around like that. Uh, they can hire the superintendent, or fire the superintendent. Uh, they can look at policy, certain policies. But when it comes to making major changes about curriculum and things like that, that's your uh, state. education commissioner, and that's the state, that's the state. and that's. Uh, that's the state uh one, your representative one, getting one vote and that's the reason really why it's important to look at these races and again i don't care if it's a democrat or republican there was a, a republican named uh james white i'm gonna talk about it. he's a representative in uh up in uh i think it's northeast texas i forget what area he was in oh he, so he's, he's not
5: in, in tyler county he, he, he he's in
3: tyler, tyler county. county okay mm-hmm. oh, well when he was a representative i was able to walk in his office and say hey these are the issues i have he said, those are the issues I have. Yeah, he, his basic issues, a stance of that the Republican Party. But at the end of the day, I was able to challenge him and his thinking, go to his office. And, and this is now watch. He happened to be African-American. But that's the reason why, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, Mr. Ron, I, I want you to let in. That's a 409 caller. I don't know if she's still online. But uh, th- that's a guy that's uh, from East Texas area. Uh, this, this, these, these young folks that's thinking. But you, if you listen to James White, he probably grew up Democrat or whatnot. He's out there now, and, and, and he's a good, sound politician. Watch your, he may have said some rhetoric things, because I've seen some things uh, that a lot of people don't agree with or not. But at the end of the day, he listened to what I had to say about education. He said, you're right, and we need to fix these things.
5: Hmm.
4: Now you mm-hmm. may know what I found, and the Republicans, and I know, and, 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 and I know a few, and I, and I did with some just, like different groups up here. Now, now I look here. It's kind of, it's kind of that. That 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 actually, like you said, they know that's wrong. They know right what should actually be doing. They know that. They know that. They're, that's why they have no a, a problem listening to you. Them, right. they not the problem. You know, them ain't the ones that we having a problem with. We having a problem with them Abbotts and them people. Oh,
3: I. They don't And you're right. They don't care, they right. they so don't
4: I, care about what that. We're guy, not
3: communicating I, in, in those doors of uh, these other guys that's listening. We're, we're not gonna get anything done. We need their votes. I can't wait until a uh, 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 Beto becomes governor. I can't wait till Michael Cooper becomes governor we've got to change this now, and it starts with your state representative. We have to hold them accountable. That starts with your state senator. We have to hold them accountable. We have to go talk to the Royce west of the world. We have to go back down here
5: and and make
3: sure that uh, we stir up Boris Miles, uh, the
4: only two African-American state senators that we have. And then go find out so who's their ally. So me and you are going to talk to Royce West this weekend at, at, at the Democratic Convention. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna oh, absolutely. To go and
3: you then. know we always do. Come on. let tell the truth. You know we do. We have, tag team. You know we do. Come on. We hit it hard. We hold all, we, we all everybody accountable. And that's my point. We have to do what we do in private. We do it in private. And we have to hold these guys accountable and ladies accountable. And, and watch this. I don't care. This is a the new thing. They're voting in white Anglo women as Republicans to do the dirty work because they don't think that you and I are going to go in and and, and get the cuffs with them in words. Watch this. I would challenge them every time, walk through their office and and, and beg their pardon. It got so bad when I was in Austin, Texas, that they would leave their office. They didn't want to to be in the office with me when I come in because I'm not afraid of them. I'm not afraid of their rhetoric. I'm not afraid of their positioning. I'm not afraid of their tone. Because what happens is they go get a, a sharp-mouthed Anglo woman to fight their their causes and, and to run away from the main
4: issues. And we, we can't do that. Are you saying they hide behind a woman's skirt? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> the there, well, uh,
1: Pat, Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm, I, pre- I appreciate what you said about Representative uh James White, because he's on my list to help us organize our hubs down in the Woodville County, at Southeast Texas area. Uh, he's on my his office is on my list to make appointment with him to address the uh, our healthcare uh, issues there in Southeast Texas, which is in Woodville County and everything. And I really appreciate you saying that about him, and so uh, yeah, we're gonna we touch base with everybody.
3: Well, I appreciate you doing it without me having to say it three and four times and that's what oh, yeah. we going to take it. and that's how we do don't let and them out for let off the hook we cannot be a brother
4: huh i see right i said you're right don't let them off the hook you're right
3: yeah yeah we, we we're not letting them off the hook we're going after them on purpose and, and we have to be uh uh with an agenda we have to have a checklist we have to make sure then we ask them for their allies let me help you out with something. There's a guy, there's a state representative out of District 21. <clears throat> yeah, has my 409 caller made it in yet? I sent him the number. Is Ms. Rihanna there? Can she see him? Uh, she, she, I'm hello? here.
2: She, she's,
3: I'm Ms. Here. Rihanna, do you see a caller from 409,
2: a caller from 409? Let, let me look. One sec. Sorry, I've walked away from the computer. Uh, 409. They may be on the line, but they haven't uh, pressed one to uh, indicate that they want to join. So uh, if you do you want to join the conversation, just press one so I can see you. And I'll let you know if they do, Pastor okay. Cooper.
3: Okay. Why are they doing that? Dave uh, feeling is a representative of District 21. They just drew me into his district, okay? Uh, now, I don't know if they knew what they were doing or, or they just – Absolutely crazy. I I'm the thorn in his side. So they they may have a race on their hand here. I mean, uh I don't know, brother Arthur. There's a lot of stuff out there, but I'm just saying he's the speaker of the house. He's the speaker of the house with only ten thousand votes. now this is a huge area to only have ten thousand votes and be the speaker of the house. But in order to be the speaker of the house, you have to jump across the party lines to get Democrats to also vote for you. So all I'm saying is that there's communication between both parties and we need that communication to get anything done. I'm not going away. They're not going to, they're not going to, well, I want to say this a different kind of way because I grew up in the hood for real, y'all. I may look like a city slicking down, but y'all have to watch my language a lot of (laughs) times. So let me, how how can I dress this up? Let let me sound like the PhD I want to be. Oh, wow. It's hard. My point is this, is that we have to make sure we foster communication, uh, relationships, there we go, foster uh, relationships, uh, in order to make a change immediately. I don't have 10 years to wait, Six years young. Be 66 six, uh, in 10 years. So my point is this, is that each year we're losing our babies. Each year there are prisons that's been built for them to go to prison. So if we don't change the, 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 the language now, the, the bills now, instead of having 666 harbor bills, Maybe all we need was 60 bills, uh, uh, 60, Sixteen of those bills we don't need. So, But we're getting those bills because we're out there as Democrats or divided folks <clears throat> yelling, screaming, and shouting, and they're loving it because not a darn thing is getting done. Not a darn thing has changed. And I said I was going to wait till November to speak my voice, but Brother Arthur told me to come out and retire.
4: I'm coming out swinging.
3: I'm telling us right now as we get ready to go to the Democratic Party, Get ready because I'm going to hold all Democrats accountable because the blood is on their hands. They do not get out and uh, socialize and mingle with the folks that are in position right now. Send an email, hide behind an email, hide behind a phone call. They're not answering your phone call anyway. They're trained not to answer your phone call. They know who you are when you're calling down there. You got to get off your behind, get your vaccination, get your COVID shot, put your mask on, wash your hands. Get to Austin, testify, uh, uh, get on these programs, let somebody know you're not stupid, let someone know that you're educated, act like you're educated, and hold these folks accountable. And let the Speaker of the House know that my representative voted you as Speaker of the House, and I'm going to call my representative, I'm calling the next representative, not Joe Descartes, he stepped down, proud of Christian Manuel. Let him know that he cannot vote for uh, Dave Thielen to be the next Speaker of the House again. If he cannot make sure that we have bills that's going to protect all people, not some of the people, some of the
0: families.
4: Wow. Who's the guy guy that that we're waiting on to come on? You you, you might have texted him. What's his name? Well, I I texted him. He started listening and don't know. But all I'm saying
3: is this is that. We can no longer wait and sit on the outside. My most depressing day I had is when I was in Washington, D.C., and there was a man by the age of 82 years of age, that caught COVID two weeks later. His name was Reverend Jesse Jackson. And I'm going, my God, If he's been doing this. The guy, my Jesse Jackson, that I've been reading about in books, is not in the same streets getting arrested with me. And that's all we have. Something is wrong. Something is wrong with this picture. We're still in the streets yelling, screaming, oh, war is me, poor my kid, poor is. Me. I'm not a poor mouth. I'm not a poor kid. I'm not a struggling kid. I'm an educated kid. I'm sharp. I, I am fearful and wonderfully made. I, I I am a royal priesthood. I am the first, and I'm not the last. When you count me last, the last shall be first. So, therefore, I'm going to walk around my head up. I'm not looking for a handout. I don't want welfare. I don't want a, a system that's ready for me to, to, to get a job because I'm African-American, I'm Hispanic, and I'm trying to meet a quota. It's because I'm the best candidate for the job. I'm the best superintendent. I'm the best sheriff. I'm the best mayor, I'm the best city council person, I'm the best representative, I'm the best governor. Not because I want to be the first African American governor of Texas, it, it's because I'm the best one on the on the roster to be the governor. I'm not hiding behind somebody's yeah, so. skirt. I'm not hiding behind an agenda. I'm I'm trying to push for what is best for the state of Texas and, and, and what is best for African American and Hispanic people. It happens to be the best thing for whites and, and, and Caucasians
4: and everybody else. That's awesome. You give straight about that. You straight about that voting rights. If we don't get that voting rights straight, uh, uh, you know, I'm just gonna tell you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I, I mean, all that's good what you said, but if we don't. But if we don't get this, we have to vote. I, I, I want I want to ask people to don't be, you know, don't go vote because you like or don't like somebody. Go vote because this may be the last real one we get to have. I'm going to repeat that. This may be the last real one we get to have. So I'm telling you, these, these people ain't playing. I've been saying this forever, ever since I've been on the show, actually, the, you know, telling y'all what the deal was. What, what, what the deal, okay, they fascist. Everybody knew it. They're watching watch any of the programs on TV January 6th. Uh, they're not playing. They actually want to take you back like that, okay? Mm-hmm. And then once you once they do that, you say, well, well I don't know there's no difference. You will. And you will notice the difference, and so we have to stop. The and we gotta we gotta put the sense of urgency into this moment right now. We got, hey hey y'all, this is all hands on deck. I mean, you know, you sit around and play like ain't nothing happening if you want to. Uh, but uh, we have to. Number one, with our families, start with our families. Make sure they get out the both. Make sure they know how important it is. You know, just if you just get your family signed up, then and then you've done your job. Okay, you uh, uh,
3: that. and keep doing that. That's great. But watch this. And while we're doing that, we're knocking on doors. We're going down to Austin. We're going to uh, talk to Republicans that is in control right now. We're going to let them know that we're going to hold them accountable. We're going to go and talk to our Democratic representatives and say, hold on a second. How can you vote for a guy to be the Speaker of the House and he's not representing the entire House? You're not, you're not the Speaker of the House. For, for a party. You're the Speaker of the House for the entire state of Texas. So you need to make sure that you represent me, my family, and all of the things that we need. Now, watch this. There's some stuff that's good that Republicans, come on, let's say the right things. There's some stuff that's good that the Republicans are doing also. But there's, there's 80% of things that they're doing. Is, uh, I don't know what is. it is. Uh, well, well, tell us what they good? doing. I am sure. I, I, <laughs> I can't figure but, that well, out. You have, <laughs> but you have to dig through the You, to some some you to have to look at you well, I, I, it. I, I'm, just, I'm just saying, yeah, but but you've got to find something to do. We have to find common ground and build from that. And watch this. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it.
4: We have to. It works like this, Mike. It works like this, Mike. Here's the program. Here, here's the dynamics that we're in right now. Make me, make me do it. Make me do it, Mike. Make me do it. That's where we at. Make me. Hmm. And unless you know, deal I... with make me. Unless you can deal with make me. I mean I, I mean that's, I mean hey, I'm just saying, you know, they you know, they you know, they don't care about none of that. It's make Not me.
1: that's what
4: you know that's I, we have right. make I, me. I, I I pray
1: that uh the state convention in uh, Dallas next week heard and understand what I heard in Pastor Cooper voice. You know, that if they don't come out of Dallas next week, is that what he talked about? Uh, and he, his expression that he set up. Another point he mentioned there we missed, he doesn't. he know he's qualified. See, we on this whole umbrella in these Texas people thinking he people in take these Texas and we to a certain extent, we don't know and we don't believe ourselves that we qualify. And his voice quality while like I heard, he know he's qualified. He doesn't need anybody else to tell him he's qualified. But he's also fed up with what – that's what we say. That's what we said in health care, prostate cancer, and death mentality. That's unacceptable, You know, and so what he said, I pray that that scene, what he
5: said,
4: come out of Dallas next week. If that doesn't oh, come Mike out young's of Dallas – Oh, Mike, man, Mike. Mike,
5: Mike young spot man, Mike. not No, no, if, he's right. I'm
4: wait, serious.
3: I'm not
4: if, that doesn't come, if, that doesn't, if that doesn't come out of Dallas next
1: week – it's just gonna be it's gonna be a waste of time. I I pray that what he said. I wish we could record, and I hope people listen down in his heart what he was saying. That wasn't a political. That wasn't a political speech. That's a qualified person who know who he is, and he and he's tired of what's going on, and and he see good in all areas. We're going to, have to work this thing together. Mm-hmm. And so And people have to understand it's that, it's, it's, and that's it's why, it's why I'm asking, I need a writer to what we're doing in our task force. I, I need someone to help me write a letter to all all elected officials in the Southeast Texas area, Republican and Democrat. So they need easy. to know what we're doing with this task force and what we're doing with prostate cancer,
5: all of
4: them. So, I, I just, Mac, I need to I get I don't, at the convention. Effort. The issue at the convention is not going to be whether Mike is qualified or not. Everybody knows Mike is qualified. That's a problem with the Democrats.
1: They always say they know that
4: somebody's qualified. Listen to his. Nah, 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 to no, no, uh, I'm not talking about Democrats. I'm not talking about Democrats. Ain't what I'm talking about. that at Mike Champagne, so so I'm not talking about Democrats. uh You know, and ain't about what they said. They so the don't, the I'm not he is
1: well, One thing about one thing I learned about uh, one thing I'm gonna learn about Republicans and whites in East Texas. They will support you when they know that you know what you're doing. Our problem historically, we haven't convinced people we know we haven't even convinced ourselves that we know what we're doing. I I tell everybody, if you understand East Texas, that plantation book I'm talking about, whites will support you if you know that you know that you know. Our problem is is that we haven't convinced people that we we haven't even convinced ourselves that we know who we know we know. We say we have all these plans and everything, but we don't see the results. You talking about East Texas, right? You talking about East Texas, right? That's right, East Texas, right? It's all over Texas. It's worse than it's, it's it's worse than other parts of Texas. But we we, we can't do yeah. anything about that. That's that's an uncontrollable thing in Dallas, Ford, and Houston. But if we can control future
4: Texas is East Texas. And the way East Texas go. The way he you know, we, Texas, you know we're running this North Texas camp. We've got to do, we've got to, you know, do something about that, that top part leadership. But, uh, you know, we've made a lot of strides up here as far as that's concerned. Uh, and, and that's one of the questions, Mike, that I think that you could take to the convention, that the, the doctors the doc touched on. Uh, we didn't know why y'all happened The Republicans suppress the East Texas vote. That's what I want to know. Can you, can you help me with that, Mike?
3: Well, it goes back to what Doc said, and it's funny. I'm glad he repeated what I said because I need to hear myself. Because a lot of time when I'm talking, I'm trying to get to the next sentence, and I don't hear it all in the whole. So I heard what he said, and he's right. We used to call this thing called the penny drop. The penny just dropped, and I got it myself. And the point is, is that we have to be convinced enough and walk bold enough because that's what people saw in me in 2018. But it's not just me, it's others out there, it's it's uh, African-American females, Uh, it's uh, Anglo females that mean right. And again, watch this. There are some Republicans that I did, like James White. I had to go find them. I had to go figure them out. When I got inside information in Austin, Texas, guess who gave them to me? Huh. It was some Republican Anglo men that were fed up and tired also. But because of the rhetoric and the abuse they would receive from being on the outside saying those things that they know is right and should be right, they wouldn't say it in public, but they said, I'm going to give you this nugget and hope that you can use, use it to make a difference. You can utilize it to get someone else to understand what it is. So that's the reason why when I speak on, on Friday and Saturday to those folks. But watch this. I have to still go yet. This is what Doc was talking about earlier. I have to go around a candidate that ran for lieutenant governor and almost won with no money. And Mike Collier ran for almost six years in different position. And I showed up in six months, got as many votes as he got, and at the same time was not held to the same standards. They invited him to speak at all kinds of different events all, all throughout Texas and paid him for them and helped earn other people's campaigns. I'm not mad about what, they, what they, how they blessed Mike. But not one person picked up the phone after I had that record run. Matter of fact, if you go back and, and watch the numbers, I'm the only African-American across the state of Texas that was not put into a position like the Railroad Commission with Michael P. Williams that had as many votes ever in the history of the uh, state of Texas, 455,000 votes. Go back and look at them. I don't even think it uh, uh, was Alan West that ran for governor this last time. He only had like 270,000 votes. Four and fifty-five thousand votes—the most ever by an African American in a primary. That's the guy. But guess who's not speaking this week at the Democratic Party convention? There are other people that have not made it that far yet, and they're giving them a a, a stand and they're giving them a a, a, a platform, and they're going to celebrate the same old rhetoric that they've been talking about for years. And we have not won a seat for people. Watch this—not for Democrats, but we have not won because when Democrats show up, wow. Uh, we all do better. The entire nation does better. So I'm unapologetically a Democrat, but I have ways and thinking that's going to uh, make a change and a difference in tech and in my community. So we cannot no longer be quiet. You asked me to wake up. I've been trying to be quiet, but I, I can no <laughs> longer be quiet. We're gonna, we we have two key you know, speakers. I'm in SE3 right now. So I was with the East Texas group, Michael uh, Feldman. And Dr. Salter's, they were in that same phone call that I had. To, we Y'all now ushered us into uh, the lines and then redrawn again. Also, I'm with East Texas now. My whole roots exactly where I'm from, where, where my family's from. Well, but guess what? I heard the same rhetoric that we've been hearing for years, and there's not going to be a change. If they keep talking about us and them, we're never going to get anything done for anybody. Let me say that again. If we keep talk, talking about us and them and not talking about policy and not talking about change, I run the reason why I'm coming to like Dr. Hagney even more. Because every time he speaks, I don't ever hear him say anything about Republican Democrats. He's talking about prostate cancer. Y'all, that's not just a black thing. That's a male thing. And all men have the same issue. He's talking about uh, pharmaceutical issues. He's talking about COVID. And COVID affects everybody. That's not Democrats. That's not Republican. And that's where we got to hear. And that's where we got to go. And if somebody wants you to continue to draw a line in the sand, that's somebody that want to be in control of you. And, and, and that book he's talking about, I can't wait to go get my copy because I already know what he's talking about because I have uh, uh, Otis Cooper Street. We have Willis Cooper Street. That's my great-great-grandparents uh, that's up there in East Texas. And these streets are named after them because their bloodshed was on those lands. They owned those lands, and it was stolen from them when, once they found out that it was all on our bank. Now, us and Dr. Joe McKell, we talked about that. But my point that I'm saying right now is that we have to take the stance that when we do something... As a group that's collective that happens to be Democrat, it's best for all. It's not because we're Democrat and we're saying no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, boo, boo, that uh, what's good for us not good for you. We're saying that what's good for everybody, and we
4: want to hold everybody accountable. Doc, I want you to know that that I can't that, that I can't like. I don't think I could like you no more than I do right now. Unless you buy me a Christmas present, <laughs> then I probably might I might like you a little more. But anyway, no, I like you back. Uh, but now, like I said, so uh, he, he, well, hey, that's, well, I'm looking forward to Mike at the, I'm, I, I'm at the convention this weekend because the point she's making—that's where you have to make those points. And so, right, right. that's the point of contact. So, uh yeah. right, Doc, you, are right. not ready. Doc, you to load them into the chute now. So all we got to do well, is he's, he's
3: ready. Just in the question will Dallas be ready? <laughs> They better be ready. No, Dallas no, not I ready. Let me tell you how I know Dallas not ready because they didn't invite me to, not to one party. There's all kind of parties going on, But you think that the guy that ran a, a, a campaign and, and ran as hard as I ran uh, and, and and talked to as many people as I, as I spoke to and made uh, as many contacts as I made, but you invite me to one party and say, hey, you know what? We need you to motivate the crowd. I've had phone calls say, oh, we need you in Lubbock. Oh, we need you in El Paso. We need you over here. We need your voice. But the voice of truth doesn't want to be heard. We want to continue to divide and control. Watch this. Now let me step on on another heart real quick, and then, then I step aside. Uh, the the voice of control is not a voice that's inclusive. Hold on, let me say it again. The voice of control. We have folks in Democratic Party and Republican Party that try to control. That nobody is running in any race that they don't want.
2: Yeah.
3: No one yeah. is running in the race that they don't want. The 2% want to control a party on both sides of the street. They don't want to hear a voice. They want to bring unity together. That's how we know it's a a, a, a device from the devil and the pits of hell. When you try to divide me, I love Dr. Michelle Obama. She said when they go low, we go high. We have to go higher. We have to get better education. We have to get more knowledge. We have to read more books. We have to have more channels. We have to have more TV stations. We have to get more knowledge out there. We have to get it. We can't get mad. We have to stay focused. We have to put the blinders on our left side and our right side. We have to look ahead. We can't look back. We have to make sure that we are on track and not be tripped up.
1: So, Pastor, you're telling me you're not the main speaker in Dallas? <laughs> I'm, I seen
2: in
1: No,
3: they don't want me. I, I, they, they don't want me in Dallas. <laughs> I'm really sure. I'm, 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 I'm telling so you, i They don't have you. I the, the, They don't have want you one of the main.
1: They don't have you on the program as one of the
3: main speakers. Not one of them. They got Wendy Davis. I, I, I love her to death. They got Castro, but he's waiting for somebody to retire die, in order to get into a seat that he can get real easy. I don't have time for that. We have to make a difference right. right now. And I don't need to draw a line in the sand. We need to make sure we're knocking at the doors, making sure that we right. look at the right things. And, I, and I'm a guy that's strategic. That's the reason why I said you cannot be the Speaker of the House unless you got Democrats voting for you, Mr. Dave Sheen. So you now are the Speaker of the House for me, too. And you need to have a voice for me also and my kids. That's right. I pay the most taxes probably in the state of Texas. My kids went to private school. That didn't work for them because they were African-American kids, you know, uh, mostly. White school and they say oh they so nice yeah. i to hold them because I'm paying too much money for them not to get the education that they deserve so then watch it so I really should be one of those guys that that signed up to be one of those Betsy DeVos folks that wanted to have voucher systems because I was paying double taxes and being taxed and paying for private schools. I would have benefited from the program that they had. But I sacrificed my income and my wages because I wanted to hold the, the state system accountability for education for all kids. And I told my kids, you're going to you're going to public schools, and I'm going to make sure that you get the education you need. I'm going to be at the PTA meetings. Guess what, y'all? The guy that I told you that I wanted to be on the call, I don't know if he is one yet, but guess what? He's at the PTA meetings. When his wife is there, his boy, uh, uh, he's there. Then he has a uh, parent involvement. So guess what I do I, as a local president, of NAACP, a local pastor. I tell the parents, you need to get involved. You need to be there. And if you can't be there, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be on the front wow. row. I'm going to uh, welcome your kids to school, uh, the first day of school, at Beaumont United High School, where they had failing grades, and we're not passing that, but they said, you said earlier, that these kids are smart. Y'all, they're back-to-back state champions, 5A state champions. We're celebrating championships, but we need to be celebrating wins when it comes to the classroom. And right That's now, right. we're failing our kids. You can't wow, tell amen.
1: me that, I, it, cause just, cause I, I'm just saying, boy. y'all, uh, I, I told you. Uh, you, you told
3: you me to voice up. I'm waiting.
2: Really con- uh, you mm-hmm. need to record this and play
4: it in Dallas. You gonna be there? We're recording. Yeah, we
2: gotta
4: <better> record it. <laughs> hey Doc, you know you want
5: to fire them
3: up. But go ahead. <laughs> well, do well, it. If, if you can get them up in Dallas <laughs> and get them on stage, I'll come up there and fire them up.
5: <laughs>
4: we're we, no, really?
5: gonna we
4: be like, that we, be like that we can be like a, a, that we can be like sidewalk preachers. Well,
1: you know, like the, you know what well, city we we, we we it's time they're not to not take in prison. This is what this is yeah. what uh is saying. Amen. You we Amen. playing these soft bells these soft belt and everything. We're at the time now, we in the battle and we taking no prisoners. That's what I told them in healthcare. Oh. It's it, it's the steps I see. I'm not gonna accept them anymore. In these United States, all the dollars we spend, all these so-called education, these schools, the universities we have, I'm not gonna accept those facts anymore. That's why. That's why us, they're asking us to even look at the infant mortality deal.
5: That's
1: unacceptable. If Dallas doesn't understand what Pastor Cooper said, they don't listen to Pastor Cooper saying. They, they, they can just go right back home.
3: They're gonna make it the same old status quo. The uh the Tijana's gonna listen to what they didn't listen to before. The Spanish gonna listen with the uh Latinos gonna listen with it. uh the Black are gonna listen to the same old thing and uh, you know, and they're gonna be all divide and all of other stuff. We need to have one big uh union together and come together and we right. need to hear stop hiring the same old folks that's not even in the ball Right. Range. When was the last listen, I, I love the Castro brothers, but when was the last time? They were in right. in, in, in a state battle with the things that we're dealing with right now. I was in Austin, Texas, fighting for our voters' rights and women's rights and said that this day was gonna come. Now we got Roe vs. Wade; there's been overturned. We foreshadowed right. this, Arthur. You forgot when we got together with uh right. Dr. William Barber, we talked about this. We got I got arrested for this. And we just walked around as if though everything was normal.
5: Everything's
3: okay, everything's fine. We just just, just as dandy as we wanna be. And, and it, we have the folks that's in the cut, in the battle, and you won't even call them to the table. You won't even give them five dollars and fifty cents, and gas money to show up and put them on the, on the table. I'm not even asking for <laughs> payment. I'm just saying, give me a voice so that we all can be heard. And we need to stop sending the wrong message. Oh, the big blue wave, the this, the, the that. Well, folks got drowned in that blue wave. That's mm-hmm.
1: right. That's right.
4: That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> Wow. Oh,
4: it's tsunami. It might put some context on that and I have to repeat this every now and then. We gotta you gotta look at where you are in Texas politics. It's just like a house being built. You know, sometimes sometimes we have a tendency to think the house is ready to move in when in reality somebody took tore it all the way down to the foundation. Uh, that was a coup cool d'etat with Ann Richardson. And again, like I said, Beto, the last two runs, he's he he's only uh, a life. Him and uh, that winning lady, they the only life that we've had politically on the Democratic side. What you know, where we have people that was actually trying to win. So trying to win is right. something new here in Texas for the Democratic Party. Yeah, yeah. So so,
3: well, so I got to understand. To I am fighting
4: because I want well, to win. Well, yeah, I'm just I trying have, to say to because, because what I want you to do, I want, because what I want you to do, Mike, I want you to pace yourself. I don't want Democrats to burn you up. Uh, burn you out uh, oh, you. because, of, oh, me, you. because you. of the way the system because the way the system is set up. I'm saying,
2: uh-huh. I'm uh-huh. saying,
4: uh-huh. this that, approach to you know I'm more approach it because I know where because I know where they at and I'm saying right now you don't you you know you don't want to be in that room with them right now. You want to be outside oh, the room talking about what you're talking uh-huh. about because if you was in the room you just be in the line with the rest of them.
3: No, I'm,
1: I'm going to ask a question. It. I'm not in the line. I'm going to ask a question. What is the plan when Beto lose? Oh, I'm come on. Not do that. No, no,
3: no, no. We're I'm not
1: going to do that, I'm just asking. Yeah,
5: I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm just
1: asking. Uh, okay,
4: I'm just asking. What is the plan? What is the
1: plan? that's not how
4: hypothetical Well, after November, let's
1: after after November, <laughs> let's talk about it. Yes, yeah,
4: so if I'm
1: you think it's after, yes, i Well, no, it's it's talk after the election in November.
4: That's what well, we'll well, let's, leave,
1: wait, it no, no, let's well, leave it there. No, let's leave it there. After the election in November, let's have this
4: conversation again. Okay. Yeah, 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 let's have this conversation again. And because you know, you can lose in different ways, and,
5: oh, wait, and, and so still win also, sometimes. You know, well, I'm not just
4: saying,
3: of, I'm just saying, you know, good fight is all.
4: A good fighter to know when they they lost before he got in the game. Well, well, here, all I'm just saying about that, Doc, is that right now we're in the midst of a mighty battle, mighty battle, Doc. Yes. And,
5: we, and, we, and, we, we, and and
4: energy and, and the energy and, and the energy it would take the negative energy, as a matter of fact, it would take to figure out what would happen after Beto lose. I I can't do that. I mean, I can't. No, do that. no, that's no,
1: that's very simple. That's he, very because it feels my. He, he,
4: you know, yeah, that's because, well, see, that's the problem but but, we but have in Well, that's the problem we yeah, have. Nobody have, do, have. You the doc. Let me finish. All I'm saying, Doc, is that is that is that as a fighter, and I know because I'm a civil Rights fighter and I fight. When 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 I hear when when I hear those type of questions, and, and you ain't the only one that I've heard that that you either had, had asked a question, and that's why I'm just saying the same thing I told them. Uh, uh, the injury would take to entertain that kind of uh, a situation is, you know, as a fighter, it kind of, it kind of hits, it, it kind of punched me, not in the gut, but it, but it's kind of smacking me, you know, because now, because well, you, know, I'm you, focused on, because I'm focused put, on about so being, well, you didn't, you I'm didn't hear, about we
1: so you, right
3: now. Well, so you didn't hear what, you didn't hear what, you didn't
1: understand what Pastor Cooper said then. What did Pastor Cooper say? What? Well, that's what I'm saying. You didn't understand what that point I was telling, what Pastor Cooper was saying, and why his speech need to be in
4: Dallas. Oh well, I well, said, well, but he ain't gonna have no speech in Dallas unless uh, unless no, he's gonna do but his that, own speech. I'm just saying, I'm just saying
1: that's that's the error. We have already documented that. We know that's a huge mistake. Yeah.
5: So, so yeah,
4: yeah cool. well Well, I well, said that's a huge mistake for maybe for the Democratic Party, but it's not a huge mistake for it's concerning Mike because. See,
1: because i'm saying
4: no, 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 no. he'll mike, be heard he'll, see, he'll be heard once, more see another thing you need to understand about mike mike is not in the, in this for mike no i didn't say mike, mike. was in it for mike that ain't what i said doc Doc, i ain't say mike was in it for mike doc come on now i didn't say that see, i didn't say you that heard, you hear what he said you you hear what he said that well, mike, to be what did you say? May, mike what did you say mike mike what did you say because because i didn't say you was in it for mike I mean, I mean,
3: I hear right, I mean both it. of you, and, and, and I, I'm right here. And I, I hear both of you, and I, and I feel both of your hearts. Okay, so th- this is what I'm saying, and I'm re- re- reiterated this way. I don't care who wins or not wins. I want democracy to win, and yeah. whoever's there, just like I, I have the first African American female mayor in, in 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 city of Beaumont, first time ever just, in Texas. Okay, first time ever. I've given her a year to get acclimated to her role so she can know what her laws and rules are. But there's a system that she's inherited that I have to still come back and get before her and counsel and say, I got my four votes now. We need to look at police reform. We need to look at uh,
5: uh, uh, uh,
3: the the best cameras and when they're going to be released. We need to look at the, uh, 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 the, the brutality Uh, 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 of our jails and our local uh, sheriffs. work, we need to make sure we hold these folks accountable. And just because you happen to go to the same high school, you went to the same high school I went to, does not mean I'm not going to hold you accountable. So, again, now let me say this. I hope and pray that a Beto wins. If he doesn't, and and, and we still have Abbott. I'm at Abbott's door, just like I had an issue with someone that was in high ranking that happened to be African-American in the state of Texas. Why are you out here with me? My heart cries out. Why is Dr. Reverend Jesse Jackson still out on the streets at 82 years of age instead of being inside the White House when we have a Democratic president protesting, saying, hey, let's sit down and talk about this and hold him accountable? Why are we still on the outside in the streets? I'm saying that I found my way in Austin, Texas, talking to Republicans, and people said I couldn't do it, and I heard, and they heard me, and I had their ear. So all I'm saying is that I'm going to hold everybody accountable if you talk to me. That's probably the reason why the Democratic Party doesn't want to give me a voice, because I'm going to hold them accountable, too. I don't care who you are, where you are. You need to represent all people The common interests of man. That's
2: sir. Well, ma'am. Yeah, Well, we're in a process. Democrats are really good at snatching victory from the jaws of defeat by not wanting a Pastor Michael Cooper, a candidate Michael Cooper, to speak at their events. This is how they lose you. So they, they need to be held accountable. And you know, keeping these types of discussions in the family is very important publicly but i think that i venture to say that mostly democrats listen to us and it is your job it, you have to hold i mean we, we know what republicans do we're very well aware um some people don't want to say that i just say it uh <laughs> but we know what they are we know what's going on there more of the people who we choose to vote for a lot of the time and this party just you know there's a there's a lot of old lingering tendencies in this party because some things know no political party but we have to hold them accountable they need to get all of us something to vote for not just expect us to do anything so i love what you're saying pastor cooper
4: yeah, don't vote. Yeah, don't vote. You know, don't vote if you don't want to vote for the Democrats. That's fine. Vote against Republicans. That's how I want you to do. Vote against Republicans. And, you know, and they,
0: yes. they
3: did that. That's how we got Biden in office. And, and now, now you bring this to the forefront again. With my point, I'm saying that's the reason why I invited the young man. I hope he can, he can get in. If not, uh, Chris, call back next time because there are a lot of folks in the state of Texas that that voted for Republican. They didn't vote for uh, oh, Donald Trump. They, but then when Donald Trump showed his trueness, they said oh, we, they voted again. And so they voted Biden in office. I'm saying that we have to make sure, whether you want to be a Democrat or not, that if in order to get the voices heard and to get the change done, we have to listen to these young people that do not want to identify with the party. They identify with issues. And what's going on, what's in it for me? We used to say that. I used to keep training. What's in it for me? When you're dealing with uh, with retail and you're dealing with those issues, people want to know what's in it for them. These young folks don't know if they're Republican or Democrat. only the thing they know is this is that it doesn't feel good right now. It does not feel good right now. Right. Mm. Pastor Cooper, your
2: your your uh, invitee is on and his line is open.
3: Oh, great, great. Good to see yeah, you. said he's on. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Chris, hey,
5: ju- jump oh, in Will, there. well, well. I'm doing well. How you doing, Chris? Uh, My wife Angel's on the line, too, I think. Oh, hey, okay. how you guys
3: doing, Hey, Ms. Angel, how you guys doing? I hope you heard some of the conversation. I just want, y'all, these are young folks. They're educated folks. They're well-to-do, uh, upper-middle class. They probably don't want me to tell all the business, but... I need the world to hear their voice. I want them, I mean, I don't care if they identify a Democrat or a Republican. I never ask them what they are. I just know that they care about their children. They, they care about their uh, community. Uh, when they're not at work, they're in somebody's school. They're at somebody's place. Even if they're not it's their own kids, uh, I see them in the community. Uh, happen to be just relative is one of them. Uh, the other one, I'm, I feel like I'm closer to because uh, she's a fighting sister. That's the kind of stuff I like. So, y'all, I'm going to be quiet. I want you guys to just speak from your heart and talk about some of the subjects we talked about today.
0: Uh, Chris, would you like, hello, everyone. How are y'all? Hey
2: there. Welcome.
0: Wonderful.
2: Thank you all for having us.
0: Um, uh, Pastor Mike, Uncle Mike. (laughs) I'm not the what I call Uncle Mike now. Uh, I was in the courthouse one day quick, real quick, y'all. I was in the courthouse one day and I heard his voice booming down the hallway. I stopped what I was doing to turn around. And when I finally saw him I said, You know, I read somewhere that his people will know him by, by his voice. <laughs> but so anyway, uh he makes the point that uh we're very concerned about our children and the generations behind us. Uh because these kids are, are confused. They a reason from a different perspective than we we did, and we do. Um, Chris and I are both born in the 70s, so we're kind of in the middle where we still have this, not to say the kids don't have strong family values, but um, we're still split between the middle of knowing, you know, the, the ways of the elders and respecting the ways of the elders and trying to reason with the younger kids who say, Man, all that tradition stuff has gone out the window. So uh, we're trying to show them, and like, like a couple of you said already, uh, regardless of the party, look at the work. Look at what's coming out of both these parties. And we're not going to advise or tell you, even with our oldest, our oldest son is 22, and when we went and got him registered to vote. Our children have always seen us vote. We take our kids to vote with us. Um, and we don't, like I said, we don't push a party. We don't push a platform. We push the fact that while some people would try to encourage you not to vote, what they do in Congress is they vote. So someone speaks up on your behalf whether you make your marks or you vote by not voting, if that makes any sense. Um, It's real hard to try to convince uh, this generation behind us, but we're trying. We're working really hard. We show up. We're trying to listen to them. We're trying to uh, keep them from being enamored because then that's another thing with this generation is they like who they see. They like who they can see. They like who they have access to. They like who they can point out in the crowd. Um, and, And unfortunately, they like the bravado they like the uh, the savagery, <laughs> you know. It's just unfortunately, that's just the culture now. Um, but we're trying to convince them to not be enamored with that type of mentality. Trying to convince them to not be enamored with uh, someone who just talks big and shows up in for a little while, and then they don't have access to them anymore. Um, Chris could probably point more to. Uh, I don't want to drone on. I don't want to ramble, but Chris could probably point more to. Uh, what these kids are experiencing and maybe come up with some ways to, to get their attention, gain their attention and and gain their trust, you know, because that's another part of what I was, what I was speaking to in, in, with regard to how they, how, what their perspective is. Once you get their trust and, and it's hard, you know, they, they're taking everybody with a grain of salt on both sides. Um, and, but once you gain their trust and you and and they see that you're relatable and they see that you really have their best interest at heart, just like with anything else, then maybe there's some reasoning with them. There's some some gaining their um, their respect and and gaining the, you know their their trust in seeing that they see that they can, okay, well, I, I know this guy. I can make a phone call. Or he votes consistently. Or, or, hey, I have a question. Let me see if I can get in touch with Pastor Mike or with, you know, uh Pastor Cooper or with someone like to that regard. Um, I don't want to drone on. Chris could probably speak more to what's going on. <laughs> no, you're, you're,
3: you're right. Great point. Uh, and I'm going to let you jump in, in a minute, Chris. But I like something you said earlier. And uh, with the phenomenal of Donald Trump when he came in uh, the first time, he he resonated with Kanye West because he was that bravado, that that that, that aggression, that force. Because he didn't have a father figure in his life, and he wanted that, and, and he joined for that. He didn't even talked about when he put the hat on. And then after that, that caught people's attention, even like my own son, when 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 Donald Trump reached the Kanye, and then Kanye has 60 million followers or whatever. Now, all of a sudden, they're taking a look at, at, at those things because uh, of that type of figure. Uh, that goes back to what, what people have been looking for. They're looking for their father figure. They're looking for their home dress. And that's what we grew up under, and that's what we're kind of losing now. And we're allowing people to, to let that be the norm. And, I again, I don't care what party is doing it, but we can't allow it. Arthur, you say something all the time. It is not the promised land if we show up there and the men are not there. Our Democratic Party is doing that right now with women. They're they're pushing women in every country, and I'm okay with that. But if all men are not there, brother Austin, you said right. that, that's not the promised land.
4: If you listen at the uh, very stuff, when they talk, they say they say you know, and their name groups. They say they say uh, Hispanic, gays, and black women. Is no black men not even there? Right. Not even there. That's what they do now. No, that's what doing no, you do it now. And that, and that's part of that and that's part of that long range goal I have been telling you about Republicans are after yeah. the black men. The Democrats want the right. black women. They've already that Venn diagram thing where white privilege right. exists, they've already I mean it's a deal that they made between themselves without even saying it. It's the deal that's going on. So what we have to do to be conscious of that and, and counter that. And and, and and again when we're up here Saturday, we need to be talking to the Democratic Party about why y'all doing that. Why y'all doing that? You remember I charged them up last year about it. Why y'all doing that? I know. Why, uh, why y'all not? Why y'all not recruiting? Why y'all not recruiting black men? Why y'all just go get a black woman and think that's it? You know, you know, playing one against the other. It's called divide and conquer. It's called divide and conquer. Uh, Chris, you got anything you want to jump in there?
5: Just, go. Uh, well, as as far as the uh, the youth go, and the uh, getting the youth to come out and vote and participate, it goes back to the education system, uh, like Angel was talking about, like Pastor Mike was talking about earlier, about uh, participating in the schools and getting them, getting the message out there to them and letting them know <clears throat> who these people actually are and uh gaining uh, a trust, making a bridge across to the younger generation because what they are dealing with is a lot of these kids, like you were saying, they come from uh, family structures that are, you know, uh, the board of leadership or really, really uh, a, lot of, a lot of stuff that's going on at their house. So they can see through people faster than maybe we can. And yep, so yep. their guard is always up. Yep. And, and mm-hmm. you have to come up with an honest way to bridge across them because they're not really impressed by the things that, Older people may be impressed by education or, or, you know where you live at or something like that. They, they want they want to see something and be able to feel something that that resonates with them that they can identify with. They want to see and, us and fight. The reason, they want to see us fight. And that's so the other thing too, yeah. Fight. They they and it goes back to the, that goes back to having the black the black male in in position and, and and being a part of it because they don't see the Democratic Party as a party that fights. For uh, us as as being like a community, we see Democrats in leadership uh, positions, but they they are seeing our community. where well, they graduate, they don't have any jobs available. Mm-hmm. They 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 yeah. go to school, oh, we don't have oh. any trade schools. But when they go to when yeah. they go to yeah. or they go to Lumberton, the the, the the neighboring town, those towns are smaller and they have strong trade programs for young men. So this this that goes back into. What, what feeds into the community because if you have men that are working and are earning a wage, well, they don't feel bad about going to church and paying time. They don't feel bad about participating in, in programs. You can't participate if you don't have any money, <clears throat> uh, uh, earn an income. It, it's, and that is the way of the world to participate, to have things and to do things. You need to be able to participate and just think if, if you're a young man, uh, and you don't see yourself accomplishing much in your community, why would you be a part of your community? You're going to leave. Or you're going to be a detriment to it. Wow. Or you're going to be a detriment
3: to it.
1: Hey, y'all. Hello. Let him jump in there, Chris. Okay. Hello. My name is Dr. Hagney. I'm just impressed, Uh, blessed to hear you speak, particularly as a family. Uh, What we have organized up here at the uh, Northeast Texas Healthcare Task Force. Reason why we, we organized mm-hmm. the task force because it offers a plan to address issues and dress areas. And we have a board on that. We have a position on our board uh, totally vacant, waiting waiting for a young person to fill that position because all whatever we don't have a success if we don't include our youth. All the program that we're doing right now, meetings and program, very seldom there are youth here. We are we have a board position at the board for a uh, person uh, that represent the youth trust and listen to on our board because then the whole octopus plan can be exposed to them. I'll tell you specifically where we need the youth. God bless our youth with technology. <clears throat> in the area of health, in future health care would be telehealth. You will monitor people on a cell phone and you can direct But God has blessed our youth to be able to understand the telephone. So we're looking at a way, we feel the way to reach and connect the youth and give those projects is test-based with our youth to understand technology. They can help not only seniors, but our community in general to understand telehealth because that's the future of health. But also along that line, entrepreneurship. There are potential enormous entrepreneurship in telehealth. God has already blessed our youth with the cell phone, with the telehealth. We just need to partner with them and also listen to them and let them develop this. Give them a project. Uh, There's a young lady who has a major uh, medical transportation building that's a youth. She has uh, a major success of tracking, providing transportation for adults. I'm not going to mention the states because it had been so successful and a major bank gave her a major, major, wasn't loan. They put money into her business. She wanted to come into Texas mm-hmm. to help us with that same project. She's a young person. So I uh, these few uh, mm-hmm. internet training. So you know, you hear the companies get all these internet distant deals and everything. But the problem with the internet system, uh, they have, they they lack workers.
3: The broadband, you hear yes. all this
1: discussion about broadband. These cities get together, federal government, put all this money on broadband. But these customers mm-hmm. tell you that they need workers. We we'll were work, there's a firm out of Louisiana that
5: train you can
1: be you can train a person to do broadband, I think it's something like six to nine week course. And the average salary mm-hmm. is thirty thousand dollars. And they're putting broadband in every house, every area, every street. But the problem is they you don't need college educated people to come in your house and put right. uh internet in in. You they they mm-hmm. understand the computers. They they've already been blessed. So all we need that's an area. Give them a a, a, a method of road. Not only they can help us develop, but also is entrepreneurship. Cause we got to, one thing we missed in this whole history is economics. We, we have to, yep. some recognize businesses like young saying. people in the business, and they've been blessed with the talent. I call my granddaughter my cell phone. But so in the future, we, can monitor, we, can monitor, we will be able to monitor everybody in, Momot, in the future uh, A1C, sugar levels of blood pressure on a cell phone. So
5: got what we need area.
1: Area. I'm sorry. That, I just want it's to make but but That's an area we need a person in our, our board as a youth person that you recognize, understand, have a history with, they trust, but inside that gives them an opportunity to, to, to utilize. Chris, that
3: sound like a job talent. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. That's all. Awesome. you.
3: Sounds like a job officer. <laughs> I pointed
1: it
0: that
4: too, Uncle Mike. I said the same thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Brother Arthur? Yeah. We have yeah. Uh, well, well, I'm glad to see that uh, we got uh, folks like uh, yourselves, uh, you know, working, uh, you know, in the field because we need, it's, it's all hands on deck, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, health care, voting rights, um privacy rights so it, it's just fight time and our youth and our youth they need to see us fighting that's why mike is going to be up here this weekend at the democratic convention uh outside like a like a sidewalk preacher give him the word
3: <laughs> hey you know it's going to cut like a two-edged sword but when he pulls it out it's going to bring them back together again and that's what it's all about yeah, uh, Brother Chris also ha- happened to be a preacher himself. Uh, his wife is anointed. Uh, they've adopted more people in, in the in the community. And so that, that's why I tell people all the time. I know we're about to run out of time, Mr. Rihanna. You guys, because it's get a good chance. But I, I get excited. I saw him in the gym tonight, and I said, I'm about to get on live. Uh, I need you to call in. Because he's reaching back to folks that never hear my voice. They hear my voice, but they have introduced me to people that are now their children's age, 16, 17, 18 years of age. They they have sons and daughters. I mean, just gifted. On I, I'm not saying it because I'm kin to them. Uh, on all sides of the street, uh, but watch this. They hold them accountable. So when we looked, when we were brought up, we didn't know that we were Democrat or Republican. We didn't know that to this day. I don't. What I, what I am is is someone that cares about everyone and making sure that we all make it there together meaning that we have to go back and pick somebody up and carry them uh, along the way and then uh, help the next person out and make sure we all show up at the same time. So th- that's what it's all about. And so we, I don't care the background. What I care about is that they, they care. And these folks, y'all, they work hard. They, they work 40 plus hours overtime, double time and a half, because we got 21st century kids, which means that they like computers and iPads, iPhones, Androids, huh. all that stuff, cars and stuff. I'm telling you fancy restaurants so we all work hard but at the same time i see them in the community and these are the people we have to connect with and i think watch this i think that we as a group a party whether we're republican democrats are doing a horrible job reaching back to reach these folks that's a little bit younger than myself because they have connection with the folks that's 16 17 18 and 20 years of age and that's what the success is, and if we don't continue to, to to move forward with them, and just every time I get on a zoom and i'm in s e three now in East Texas, and everybody got great hair, and they don't look like me, something's wrong with that. Something's wrong with that. We're in the twenty first century, and I don't if you democratic republican, and I don't care if you get mad or not because I know a lot of them listening right now because I don't have time to wait. And I don't have time to apologize because what's going to happen is that if we continue to apologize to one another for not doing the right thing, nothing's going to get done. So, therefore, I'm moving forward unapologetically, but on purpose, with a purpose, so that we all can make it. Ms. Rihanna, you need to take over your show.
2: Why? Why?
4: Rihanna, Mike trying to drop the mic. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to drop the mic. I'm trying to get out of here. I'm trying to get out of it.
3: I, I'm just saying, I, I'm excited about the future, but somebody's going to have to show that they're, they're uh, listen, if you're giving a speech and you're still cool, calm, and collected, something's wrong. You don't, you're don't. you not reading the tea leaves, as, as the old folks used to say. You don't see something's going on. We still have prisons that's being built. We still have uh, uh, edu- folks that's not being educated. We have people that fall out of school. They're not graduating. You can't go into the armed forces with a GED anymore. You have to have a high school diploma. Why is that? Because black and brown kids were using the armed forces to go get an education. So now we realize that's Ivy League now. It's a big deal to get into the military when that was our way out of the ghetto.
4: That's
5: right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well.
4: Well, Mike, hey, 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 Doc, I want you to know that I'm going to that, that be with Mike, so I'll be, I, I be watching him. So, you know, I'll make sure that, uh, you know, he's going to do it the right way. You, you know, I'm going to check you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hold you to the
5: five bag.
3: serious about that. Okay. Thank wow. you. Thank you for being there. Thank you.
2: Well, Chris and Angela, I hope you'll mind. come back any call-in any Monday night that you'd like to. And kudos to you for really putting that kind of time and energy into listening to young people and sharing mm-hmm. what you've learned. Uh, it's just so important for all of us to know young people because they are not the same as we were. <laughs> They're not the same people. They don't they don't think the same. I was born in the '70s also, and I'm amazed amazed and learned so much from young people and it's just it's so important to listen and to be there for them so thank you for everything that you do oh thank you all for having thank you, thank you. enjoy it excellent okay well i am i don't think i have anything else to say because this has just been fantastic so guys if you want to want to say any any last things to end us out then I'll play our music, and we'll be done. This has been a fantastic show. I'm
5: just going to say listening is healing. Listening is healing. Get
2: vaccinated.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was walking around my home early trying to find a place to uh, do the live radio show because I, I knew all, it has been stirring up something in me for a while. Like I said, I was trying to wait in November to, to say my piece, but Y'all, it, it, there's too many writings on the wall. I can see the writing on the wall. Um, a, a, our democracy is in trouble. And, again, I'm holding everybody accountable. Again, I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. I don't care if you like me or hate me. I'm going to hold you accountable. Uh, our children are our future. My home is full right now with kids, like four or five of them. I don't even know their name. They're 18, 19, 20 years of age on purpose reaching back to our youth. Our youth, NAACP, has grown exponentially. Matter of fact, uh, uh, Ms. Angel and Reverend uh, Chris, their kids were in the NAACP Youth Council, and uh, they're doing work in the communities. You see them all over communities. We're holding them accountable. We, we we're teaching them to make sure that they uh, have a position in society. Y'all, let me, let me help you out with something else about the youth. Once they do uh, uh, decide that they like you, they love you and they fall in love with you. So don't abuse that love. That's all I have. Thank you for having me.
0: Real quick, Uncle Mike, Kelsey,
3: uh, yes.
0: signed up for uh, her, the chapter on the campus of TSU. She joined their NAACP recently. Awesome.
5: <laughs> Kudos. Love Yeah, that's love my alumni. That.
3: That's
0: my
1: God, That's awesome.
0: She, she and her friends. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know if her friend signed up, but she signed up for the for that chapter over there in, uh, at TSU. Wow. But tell her if they ever awesome. need
3: a guest speaker, give me a call, I'll be
0: there at the drop of a hat. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. We appreciate
2: that. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay, well uh knock 'em knock 'em uh, knock 'em dead. At the uh, convention this weekend, Mike, you should need absolutely the headline speaker. But you know what? We got you all to ourselves tonight. So we're all the better for it. And we appreciate you so much. We appreciate our listeners so much. And we hope that you will all be back here next Monday night for Marvelous Monday. And join us on Thursday at noon central for a view from the top. We appreciate you. And we will see you next week. Good night, everybody.
5: Good night. All right. Good night. night. Thank you. One good night. One day Thank you. when the
4: glory comes, it will be out, it will be out. Oh,
3: one day when the war is won, we will be sure, we will be.
2: Whoa. whoa, whoa.
3: Hands to the heavens, no man, no weapon. Formed against death, yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is just a in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, the spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us.